Hello, friends. If you're here for Ben Shapiro's sex tips, you've come to the wrong place. Welcome to some GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Hello there, swell friends, uh, ne'er-do-wells and whatnot. Welcome to yet another edition. Uh, That's it. He's my guy. Season 9, episode 406 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm going to go ahead and be your host, GCR, because fuck that guy. He's in the Bahamas. And with me, as they are prone to do. Uh, Rob Bass. And Cartoon Joe. Yeah, and Ryan uh, really is in the Bahamas, and uh, currently he, uh, allegedly, yeah, uh, and currently I believe he is at a uh, uh, chupacabra or ayucabra. What is that thing called? Ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's oh. in an ayahuasca tent uh, mm-hmm. on the beach with uh, Samurai Jack and LK, apparently. Um, Good for which him. Could be that co- could be code names. Those could be peyote tent aliases. Uh, it, who am I to say? There's no photos, but he's Did he's on Samurai a... Jack come back from the future to in... Roger to the Craig and Ronnie are. Lott. As I was trying to make a joke, Roger that Craig has all of his fingers. Ronnie Lott does not. They are not the same person, and uh, that's all I've got to say about that. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing doing well. Uh, just. Uh, putzing right away on some of my miniatures here while we're uh, talking and hanging out. If that's a if that's a masturbatory, it is. And you no, end up, uh, that's tremendous. I'm just painting. And points for honesty, honestly, just really. Paint, if you know what I mean. Paint, yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting here touching up my miniature. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how was I was uh, camping? Oh, it was a uh, it was a blast. I got to hang out with uh, all of my brothers. Uh, got to see my nephew. Uh, spent the weekend, the long weekend, with a toddler, uh, and that was uh, a very. Uh, it's been a while since I've been around toddlers. Uh, it's been a while since I've been around toddlers for that long. Um, were, you, but, were you guys like legit camping? Uh, I mean, it was. We were doing some primitive. My uncle and my aunt were there, and they had a uh, an RV, uh, so they were they were kind of glamping it up. But uh, I mean, yeah, it was mostly primitive. Uh, we were doing some. Uh, we were doing a lot of cooking. They brought a blackstone, uh, like flat top grill, uh, so we did a lot of good stuff on that. Uh, we had Philly cheese steaks uh, one night while we were there. Delish. Yeah, that was mm. that was absolutely fire. Uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, the uh, campsite itself was just fine. Uh, I it most was of them bad. are. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just right along the Wabash, and it wasn't terribly far away from home. And I was like, ah, next time. I hear you. But no, it was a great time. I, I had a blast. Uh, I got to you know see all the family and stuff and. Do all of the things, so everything that I could hope for. Very good. Was it like a structured reunion type deal, or just a so uh, large I mean, get together? Uh, I mean, c- kind of a structured 
uh, I mean, it was it was a get together. Uh, my wife and the significant others of all of my brothers, uh, right after we got back from Florida, started working on uh, another get together because my brothers and I are terrible about you know, just communicating uh, outside of anything that we're just interested in at the moment. Uh, right. And so, uh, so yeah, they've been working on this for a while, and uh, and yeah, it was nice. Very nice. Good. Good on you. Uh, Joe and I have pretty much just been busy. I think I can speak for you here, Joe. Just collectively just melting over the last uh, Yep. Yeah, it's been few days. Yep. fucking yep. hot. It's, uh, it's August here in the middle of June. Yeah. Right. Which is uh, unnatural. August yeah, in Texarkana. Texarkana. We know what's exciting know. is this is going to be the coolest summer that we have for the rest of our lives. Like in a party sense, or in like a uh, oh no, in, oh, in a fatalistic sense. sense. In a, in a, <laughs> yeah, in the the temperature sense. Okay. Ugh. Strong, strong start. Yeah. <clears throat> well, in lieu of having uh, Ryan here to you know direct traffic, yeah, we're just we're gonna we're gonna dive right in and give the people what they want uh, via our uh, Twitter poll that I just made up. Uh huh. Um, People wanted to hear about the number one most popular TV show. Mm, keeping up with the Kardashians. Correct. So we are each going to pick our uh, best and worst favoritist Kardashian. And we are each going to give you 15 to 18 minutes um, on you know, how they've impacted our life, how we feel they can take the next step in their growth and development as people. And where we'd like to really uh, see the family go in 2022. So, uh, uh, Joe, you want to start? Uh, I do indeed. <clears throat> Excuse me. As Joe Googles Kardashian. Well, I'm particularly a big fan of Scott Disick, who uh, just seems like he's constantly Creed? confused. Probably. I don't fucking I know that he's... Uh, Adjacent to one of the Kardashians, uh, Courtney, apparently, according to my quick Google, uh, and he's just always confused as to what's going on. It's it's nice, strong, powerful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's enough of that uh, bit. What I have to say, my favorite is uh, Anatoma Lang. <laughs> okay. Yep. 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 Uh, the professor of political ethics in the twenty fourth century. <laughs> yeah, he's he's absolutely my favorite. Also, uh, no, actually, my favorite is is the one that's dead already. The one that uh, Caitlyn Jenner killed. No, no, that one. The the one before that. The one who oh. uh, spilt his seed in, mm, in OJ's lawyer. Yeah, exactly. And then had the common decency to die. So, kudos to him. Love to see what you got planned next. Here, here. Uh, <laughs> so this was weird. Uh, so you guys, you watched Stranger Things, right? Did you guys talk about this already? I've got thoughts. We talked a little bit about Stranger we, Things last week. Yeah, then, we uh, we did a. I can't believe you didn't listen to last week's episode when you on playback. 
I think we actually did a really nice job of saying a lot while out without saying really anything about Stranger Things. We kind of got oh. some emotional catharsis going um, mm-hmm. about about the like the uh, <clears throat> what am I trying to say? Like the macro version of it, the thirty thousand foot view of like the uh, the series itself, not just uh, season four. And then we, uh, we, so. We saved season four for this week, if that if that makes any sure. sense. Sure. Uh, so, favorite characters have they changed at all this season? Yes. Uh, Nick, go. Well, we as the group talked about how uh, Mike is just the evolution of just becoming just a little bitch, um, and so Before. he was likable, uh, very likable in season one, maybe part of two, and then he's just he's. Basically, he's turned heel. Uh, yeah, well, he I was uh, he was so stuck into that canister with all that nitrous oxide. Yeah, right. Um, just I to think, say I he's mean, whipped. Steve I think Harrington, it's just kind of like bland. Is Steve like Harrington nice. had really obviously already made like a big, a big arc from from heel to to crowd favorite. He's oh. a favorite yeah. of ours. Um, I don't think there's been anybody that's really done like a. Are you talking about just season four? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, like yeah, season four. If there are any characters who like might have been your favorites previously and they either fell back or like characters who might have been in the background before, uh, um, you felt like Nancy, really... Nancy, and Murray both have taken a big, big step up mm-hmm. for me because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't care for you. Well. I never really hated Murray, but he was kind of a non-entity, and I like, I like his uh, jump up. Nancy was kind of annoying to me always before, but um, I don't know something about this season. She's coming back around. Sure. Yeah. Nobody else really. I mean, we made fun of uh, the Will Byers character and its uselessness now, and some of his. Uh, yeah, it. it feels I, I think Will and Mike. Because... Will and Mike have gone from being you know kind of almost the focal point stars to like almost irrelevant i guess so that's interesting what about uh so i don't know if you want to touch on my opinion or if you've got uh you're going to answer your own question well, there so i guess uh to, to kind of piggyback off of that so ashley and i have been going through and pretty much binging the first three seasons of um stranger things and we just got back to the fourth season today and um and it's it, it's interesting going back and in looking on um all of these different seasons with the stuff that we know now uh it definitely feels like will will was so central to the story for the first three seasons really uh and maybe it was maybe it was just to try and give him a bit of a breather uh, but it did feel like he was very much just kind of pushed off to the side this season. And, like, I don't mind, you know, giving certain characters breathing room and opportunities to grow and stuff. Because I feel like they're trying to create this environment for Will to grow. Uh, but, like, him and Elle both this whole season, I just kind of, eh, I was just eh on them. It was fine. But. That's fair. That's very fair. Joe? Um, yeah. yeah Joe. That. 
I uh, I would say um, uh, I I agree with Nick that, that Nancy and and Murray Bauman have both gone up. Although I think Murray was my favorite character in the last season as well. Um, but Nancy has been a real Sansa throughout the series. Mm. Um, I agree with that. You know, nice, like, nice parallel. Yeah, like first couple of seasons, um, everything important happened around her, and she was a little bit clueless to it in a way that kind of sucked. Um, but now that she's taking charge, I really dig her. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I would have to say, uh, although with, with Will, what I keep waiting for is him to profess his love to Mike. Um, I just, I feel like that's coming. Yeah. And it's, it's weird that it is going to happen. If it happens, it's going to happen after pride month ends, which is uh, strange timing from, from Netflix, but not surprising. Mm, um, I'm trying to think who else um, uh, I think Max is a really interesting character this time around uh, Robin has stayed a real favorite of mine mm-hmm. um, agreed I don't think I like most of the Hellfire gang or club for the most part I mean um, Eddie is kind of a fun interesting character but uh I don't know. I knew that I knew I was friends with that guy when I was in school. And even then, even being friends with him, I thought the guy who didn't care enough to, uh, to actually graduate and took an extra couple laps was a bit of a loser. Um, even if he was the loser who took in other people. Sure. True. So I don't know. Some, uh, conflicting emotions there. I Um, really like Eddie's character. I really like Eddie a, a, a lot. I think that he had like very quickly became a favorite of mine. If only cause like you're, you're right. Like I've definitely known people like, uh, Eddie in in school. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of, uh, aspects with like Eddie's character that I felt like I could learn from. And, and we're kind of like, uh, yeah. Uh, do you guys, do you guys think they had that character named Eddie in the, casting and script and then just found a guy and dressed him to look like Eddie Van Halen or did they cast that guy get him through wardrobe and then realize well shit that's well, Eddie Van Halen that's Eddie and Van we got to call him Eddie I don't know uh, uh, that's that's a great question i'm going to say that they uh dressed him up and as soon as he walked out of wardrobe there was actually an entirely different name for the character like John or something it's uh, got to be, it's got to end in a Y, in a hard Johnny. Y. What, what, yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. Joey. Uh, Joey, yeah. yeah. Joey, Johnny. Uh, but yeah, as soon as he walked out, One everybody of those was like, we're types. rewriting the entire script now. It's just a control replace. Uh, Rob, you really didn't listen to playback of, of last week's episode, eh? Uh, Nick, I am going to be, uh, do you mind if I'm just really honest with you? Like, I don't know. Incredibly, incredibly truthfully honest with you. This show supports repression, but all right, let's do it. Ryan's not here. All right. <laughs> uh, I spend so much time listening to our uh, episodes in post and just uh, in general. So the first time that I hear them is usually the last time that I hear them. Uh, and that's usually in post. Fair enough. I did I not do, I did not do I post. Them, and it's usually live. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we won't uh, we won't bore anybody who's still listening by rehashing that. But a couple quick points that that Joe and I hit on uh, were just 
Shit, I had a, I had a point there that I was trying to do for oh. the tie-in. I guess uh, I'd like to get your like surface level thoughts on on the start of season four because that's what we talked about because there's a couple things that uh, Joe and I were in agreement on that we felt very strongly on that I don't want to I won't give away but just after watching like the first two episodes did you have any particular uh, visceral reaction one way or the other outside of Um, what you just said about you know the Eddie character because there's a couple things that hit Joe and I that maybe we should touch on together before we get into the the whole of the season. Sure, that's fine. Uh, so I felt like there were a couple of character story arcs that were treading water. Uh, I thought that there were some. I thought the stuff that was going on in Hawkins was interesting. Um, I was kind of interested in the uh, the Hopper stuff, but it was, I mean, mostly just him getting beaten up in a Russian prison cell, so there's only, like, so much that you can really get out of just watching that. Um, I agree I with think you, that oh, by the I, way. That was, that was one of that was on my hour checklist is wasn't particularly thrilled with that. Yeah, it was uh, a that real spin-off arc, and that hasn't changed. Yeah. It just felt like uh and, and again, I like I I I feel like they just um it, it it was a filler season for those characters almost. It's fine like but it, I didn't feel like it really added a ton to it other than to say these characters are still here and there are things that are happening to them yeah which is i i which is storytelling i guess but it just didn't like feel like uh particularly engaging or i wasn't nearly as invested in those storylines specifically uh like you said though max uh max i adore uh and i felt like she had a lot of great moments this season um that was another thing that we hit on uh, was the because I had just come fresh off of reading it and hadn't realized what a uh, I'll call it uh, strong parallels and not blatant rips sure. of the entire Stranger Things you know uh, oh yeah layout is is so very much taken from from the story it so oh, yeah. speaking of max i mean max is uh uh what the hell is her name i suddenly can't remember it either beverly i want to say i want to say barbara but it's not beverly crusher uh, yeah like she's beverly. she is in all ways bev uh, yeah. which isn't bad it's just it it was just beating me over the head like oh my god that parallel 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 so yeah uh, i think the um the thing that the show does really well uh, to the point that it does it too well is um, capture the spirit of that uh, young adult pulp fiction horror from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Um, I, I think it does a really good job of doing that, which is one of the things I enjoy, but it does it so well that it feels like a blatant ripoff of everything you've ever read from Stephen King, especially if it has to do with a loser's club. 
It feels like, you know, when, when you get to characters yeah. like hop, who's just sort of, uh, put into a cryo state, uh, almost literally for the whole season. Um, it's just, it's, it's like, well, we showed him in the Russian prison at the end of the, uh, the last book. So we got to, uh, got to do something with that in this book to remind the, the readers that he's still here. Um, and yeah, that's what it feels exactly. like to me, especially as you're describing it, Rob, I'm like, oh yeah, that's, it feels like those chapters that are in a book that literally just exists so that you don't forget that this character is here. Exactly. Um, so that's, that was fine. Uh, that being said, um, I thought the entire hunt for Eddie, uh, and I guess I won't go into too much more detail. Uh, so the hunt for Eddie and, and just the things that were going on generally and Hawkins, um, I thought was compelling, fun. Uh, I found myself uh, asking the question within the first couple of episodes, like, man, it seems like it seems like a lot of the stuff that's coming out and from around the upside down at this point in time is is really getting different. Uh, it really felt like things were evolving in different, like new kind of ways. Uh, and it didn't take long after that for them to start like addressing some of that. And I thought that was particularly interesting and it left me asking a bunch more questions like, you know, uh, what's going on with some of the other entities that we've seen from the upside down? Uh, what are they doing at this point in time? What exactly is going on here? Uh, I felt like they did a pretty good job at stringing you along for uh, what I would consider like the big twist for this season so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that was fun, well handled. Like Ashley and I are usually pretty keen on these kinds of stories and like we figured it out, but it was basically like the beginning of the episode where they do the, the revelation. Um, <coughs> uh, and, uh, and yeah, it was cool. It was good. Um, I think that's more or less where I want to land it at before I like, so I don't go into any crazy spoiler territory, but yeah, yeah. we'll give some spoiler alerts. Um, Joe and I would like you to attempt to defend the roller skating rink. <sighs> I guess. <laughs> Perfect. It was, it was fine. It's the it, it goes back to, these characters specifically being on like a filler arc this season. So they just need content in there strictly so that something's going on with their characters. So that way you don't forget about them. And I get that we're trying to tell the story of like both Will and L adjusting to moving and finding their place in the world and trying to come into like the person that they are after they're going through all of these like weird changes in their life or different changes in their life. And, uh, and it just, it felt like a mediocre culmination. But that being said, if there's one thing that's 100% true, it's that, that, High schoolers are just absolutely nightmarish and terrible, and uh, Californian high schoolers equally so. <laughs> and uh, 
yeah, maybe it's like, I, I, don't, I can't think of anything that it was trying to elaborate on other than like, look how hard of a time that these people are just having adjusting and be existing in the world. And also kids are shitty. Yeah. Yes. Um, all those, all those uh, themes and currents are, are true. I just wish they, someone had bothered to review the script or, you know, possibly write a decent script or even possibly think about how, teenagers talk and then maybe teach them how to act and then it would have been fine you lived in the long ago days of the 1980s is that not how people talk as children i i didn't i did not experience the 80s in california but i i don't know i I don't think they're being tongue-in-cheek enough to pull off just the string of horrible cliches that were the beginning and all the way through to the end of that episode yeah. I know they tried to mash in all the things you said about that, you know, um, adolescent adjustment and all those things and the move. All those things are valid, but they tried to cram it all into one episode so they could hurry up and, and send L back to the superhero lab. I just thought it was yep. clunky and awkward and stupid and stuff. I will say, though, and I guess this is not really much of a spoiler. Uh, watching L sucker punch somebody was fantastic. Yes. With a roller skate? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a bit of satisfaction there. So, worth it, I guess? Question mark? Not really, but yeah. sure. I do, I do wish that she had just crumpled that girl's head when, instead. Yeah, yeah. that would have been, been much cleaner. But I get it. We gotta gotta show how she doesn't have her powers anymore. So, so better just take her a look roller like skate to her face. Yeah, yeah. Make it look like an accident. Yeah. Well, I mean, and who hasn't felt totally powerless in the face of bullies and needed to beat the hell out of them with something that is in their hand, like a roller skate? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, all right. So moving past that. Uh, and now we'll give the, the disclaimer that we're going to probably get a little bit spoilerish. Uh, we did a good job last week of not being real flagrant. We can do that this week too, and we'll wait for Ryan next week to be, you know, deep deep. But this trilogy fully, yeah, spoiled. it's going like a trout like, in the sun. Generally speaking, um, Rob, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> how has season four affected your perspective on the franchise itself? Um, so, and where does it rank in your, in your pantheon of seasons? Um, I really liked season one and season three, like probably the mm-hmm. most so far. Um, season two is also pretty good, but I mean, it, it, season two's got a lot of great stuff, but I think that would probably be like my third favorite so far. I think it's kind of down at the bottom. Um, just cause I feel like there were so many lulls and things, uh, in, in storylines. So I wasn't as engaged with every character as I had felt, um, in, in previous seasons. Um, I did feel like they answered a lot of questions this season uh, so far. And I'm intrigued to see what the next two episodes or whatever it is. I think it's two episodes 
uh, how they're going to proceed to wrap this season up. Uh, I was talking to Ashley about this earlier, actually, but like, I kind of hope that next season, like, I'd like for there to be one more season, I think. You would. I believe there is. I think, yeah, like, I, I think that I'd like to see one more season, like, because they're, they're doing all this stuff. They've, like, opened up the Upside Down a lot and given us a huge understanding. Uh, or at the very least, like, uh, a, a lot more information to kind of help us, like, get a, a slightly better picture of what all of the pieces are that are moving in, or some of the pieces are that are moving in the background in the Upside Down. Um... So I'd like to see now that we've got like a variety of these chess pieces on the board, uh, I'd like to see something come together of it. And I, I, I think that it would be too soon to conclude it after just getting all of these things like uh, in place. Uh, Cause you've got Vecna um, who I think is a fairly interesting character and adds a completely new dimension to mm-hmm. um the upside down i think that's super fascinating i would like to see more involving that uh i'd like to see more involving the mind flayer the demogorgons the demodogs some of the other like um uh weird biology that uh has been kind of created in the upside down um mm-hmm. the vampire like masks. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I'd like to see more of the the like I'd like to see more stuff from there still. But like I'd like to see these things. Like, how are they interrelated? Um, we know that much <clears throat> of it seemingly um, uh, uh, is connected directly to the mind flare, but is it? And also, how do that? How does all of that really interact with? Vecna and uh, are there other things that um, I don't know I, I, I would just I still have enough questions and, and like uh, uh, thoughts Im- Im- imagine thoughts on what could be going on at the upside down and things relating to it uh, yeah. that I'd, I'd like to see like another a- a season to try and answer those questions and well and it's but, it's worth remembering as well that we got a shortened season to start mm-hmm. and that there's a volume two of this season coming at the end of this month that consists of only two episodes, but they're both feature length movie long episodes. Yes. So, and then on top of that, uh, and when do those drop somewhat, uh, July 1st. Okay. So not in time for us for next week, two yeah. weeks. And then, uh, and then somewhat exhaustingly, there is a season five coming next year. Yeah, that seems like so, I, I'm going to go against Rob on that because un- honestly, this episode has been surprisingly anticlimactic in our ability to fight about this. We're falling more lockstep than I'm comfortable with uh, <laughs> as far as Rob goes. But I will at least say I'm not interested in season five, especially if we've got to wade through four more hours of this. Um, I'll probably I watch it be because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the franchise, but um, I don't know. I really have no idea how they're going to try and do the cleanup uh, for so, this yeah. season or for the the series as a Correct. whole. I'm with you there, like, because because I feel like they've got to do 
they have to do something big in these next two episodes, right? Like there has to yes, be absolutely. Because otherwise, why have such? Why have movies? Right, exactly. Like there has to be like like some Empire Strikes Back shit going on here. Um, and so takes the town. Right, and so I. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that another season would be like one more season and then kill it and then yeah. work on another project. Yeah, this uh, season yeah. definitely. I feel like we didn't get a chance to talk about our whole feelings on the season last time because I think we just focused on the beginning of the season. Uh, I'd have to agree that this one is as much as I like the characters and it's great to see them again and it's it's fun to see how they've changed or whatever. Uh, I'd have to agree that this is kind of a bottom. Um, I'm not sure if it's better or worse for me than season two, cause I can barely remember season two. Um, but it did definitely having finished it as excited as I am for the next two episodes, because it, it does a good job of building the mystery. Um, I also ended it going, Oh yeah, that's, this is why I wanted one season and done. Or like we talked about last week, the original plan was to have it be an anthology series, Mm -hmm. like with different characters going through these different storylines. And maybe there's some intersection points Um, that I think would have been a better show as much as I love these actors and actresses and, and the way they've grown up and, and all that stuff. um, Yes. God, it's, I didn't, I didn't feel like it's an adult reading young adult fiction. I'm I'm bored of it. I've grown up past the high school bullshit and I'm fucking sick of it. Give me an adult, adult goddamn story. Yeah. I don't feel really like feel. this, like they, I don't feel like it aged well in that sense. Like I'm not, I'm not enjoying the, right, like, like Finn Wolfhard's face. Yes. I, the, the older version of it just isn't, it's not holding the fabric of the, of the losers club, you know, uh, kid, kid adventure. Uh, in yeah. the same way that I wish it would. And then nothing you can do about it. I mean, people age, but I, I would love to see things, you know, exit before it gets stale. And to what you just yeah. said, Joe, I wish like hell it had just been season one. If it had just been season one, it would be in the discussion of maybe the greatest TV shows of all time. Completely agree with you. You know, and <clears throat> I've enjoyed having it, more of it. I mean, it's also the same. It's a, it's a good show to have and it's good for the family, but I don't know. I, I, I liked, <clears throat> you know me, I, I don't like having my, I like my icons destroyed, you know, and, mm-hmm. and season one and even parts of two were such a, you know, they were truly shocking and, and kind of a mind fuck. Yeah. And then season three for sure was like a kind of almost fun, bad, like, like sort of uh, yeah. laughableness think, yeah and now this is this is like a whole mix of everything it's like heavy and cheesy and fun bad and sad and some genuine and, good moments and yeah uh, but nothing that's like i don't know i, I feel know, like the soundtrack is as good as it's ever been but yeah i feel yeah. like yeah um, for sure uh season three it's almost like a reverse star Trek. Like the, the first season was good. The third season reminded me uh, when I finished the third season three, I remember being like, Oh my gosh, I'm actually, I'm glad they kept, they stuck it out. I'm, I was wrong about season one. 
and then or uh, season two, and then we got to season four, and I'm like, oh wait, no, no, I was right. It should have been one season with these characters. <laughs> I will say that at least episode seven sort of got me reengaged. Like, but I really need a payoff now. Like, I'm, yeah. I've been stroked. Yeah. The, the yes, the edging portion of this is complete. So let's let's finish it up here because I need some vi- some violent satisfaction. And I also uh, discovered that I don't like the show nearly as much without true Hopper, without Sheriff Vicodin Hopper. Yeah, you know he Agreed. was way more he of, a, of a pillar. Yeah, and I mean obviously he's still around, but it's just not the same. And I miss that. And yeah, he's I don't need any more now, of Mike and Will. Man. I need more of Max and Dustin and those folks. Yeah, and and no, I don't need any more Mike and Will. Yeah, the whole group together, not just. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm excited. I love, I love the Susie character, and uh, her whole house yeah. feels like chaos in a way that I really enjoy, but also makes me. Um, uh, it's it's interesting the way that they are exploring the dynamic of different religions, uh, different not different religions, different denominations of Christianity on the way that people behave within the 80s. And the way that like uh, Susie seems to be very clearly in a fundamentalist Mormon household where all of the kids are homeschooled and they're allowed to explore uh, whatever they want to explore that, that encourages their interests. And then you have Hawkins, which is definitely this, um, you know, uh, uh, evangelical Christian uh, satanic panic place. Um, that's been very interesting to me. But I I don't know like what to do with it because it doesn't really feel like it's adding to the story. It's just uh, there. It's yeah, it's just there. It's it's background World building. Noise. Yeah. It's interesting background noise for me. I actually like the adults in the show way more in season four than I ever have before. The adults yeah, are actually uh, quite uh, quite charming, fulfilling. Which adults? Uh, all of them. I, uh, Jacqueline Hagar, bad mustachioed Russian prison uh, guard. I didn't um, realize that's who that was. Nancy's but, like dad. the entire first watch, like my entire first like playthrough yeah. of that season, I was like, that guy looks oddly familiar. And it wasn't no, that, until that's... like we got back to it and Ashley was like, "Hey, do you know who that guy is?" And I was like, well, that's my no. skill set. I, I I I find those quick. Um, the, I had to be told the, by Ryan the wheelers. Nick, I was trying to figure out why it wasn't Dax right. Shepard. Yeah, exactly. That was fun last week. Right. Uh, the, uh, the wheeler parents, uh, wheeler dad is like quintessential. Like, is that Mike's <laughs> white dad? Su- yeah, white suburban yeah. dad. Uh, I just think God, they're, he's just, they're great. Just, yeah, um, he's, he's deputy, deputy. Deputy, Deputy Wetneck Houston. or whatever his name. Yeah, Deputy Houston. He's fun. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. The adults are just you know, a little, little better. I love, I love seeing the Losers Club adults banding together with, like, Erica to try and figure stuff out. <laughs> that slays me. I guess Erica gets subsumed into the, uh, the Dustin group, but uh, I don't know. It's just fun. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I wonder if they'll have like 
you know, uh, the parallels between the adults and the kids going forward. Yeah. But probably uh, not. That'd, that'd be so too we'll, interesting uh, for whatever they're trying to do. We'll leave any deeper spoilers because there are actually some cool little things that pop out at season seven to tee up the the penultimate episode. So I could probably yeah. wait for next week. Yeah, that's uh, fair. With Brian. Rob, what do you think? Just one last thing that I wanted to touch on, which I think is the most important uh, fact about this uh, season of Stranger Things. Uh, Kate Bush, for the first time in her entire career, I guess she's been retired presumably for a while now, but hit top 10 in charts because of this season of Stranger Stranger Things. I think she was top 30 back whenever the song was released and i just found that to be incredibly fascinating yeah i feel like i grew up with that song i definitely never heard it before this no i never did either i well i grew up listening to the best hits from the 80s 90s and today oh well yes that you got all of it then so actually uh, arguably it was the 70s 80s and today that's a big jump there. You just skipped over all the 90s bullshit. And... Well, I grew up in the well, 90s. Well, it was the 90s. Yeah, growing up. Um, uh, so what I was, uh, what I've been geeking on this week. Uh, Besides so, camping, obviously. Well, yeah. Uh, so I recently decided that I would try and dip my toes back into the MOBA arena, uh, like League of Legends or Dota. Um, it's a video game with um, two teams and various lanes that you try and control and score points in while trying to fight your opponents and uh, win the game. Uh, It's called Pokemon Unite, and it is a Pokemon MOBA. uh, And it's pretty pretty sick. I think it's only a couple of years uh, old at this point, and uh, they've I've uh, got around 30 or so Pokemon that have been added into it. And it's been fun. It's been exciting. I've managed to drag a couple of friends into it. Um, so uh, it's been it's been pretty cool. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. Joe, what about you? I, uh... Wow, I had it and I lost it. Come back nice. here, thought. Um, I am geeking on... Um, the new podcast from cool zone media, cool people who did cool stuff oh. um, with Margaret Kiljoy. Um, it's just, it is the exact opposite of behind the bastards. Uh, well, no, no, actually in almost every way. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the people she covers are fantastic, cool people who actually did very cool things. Um, mm-hmm. Usually in terms of like, collectivizing their communities and and looking out for each other and fighting Nazis as opposed to being Nazis. Um, and then uh, at the end, instead of surviving uh, to some uh, ungodly age, uh, they die young because they're executed by the state. Um, it's, it's very much the opposite of behind the bastards, but somehow Jesus. it's significantly more hopeful. Um, and it's just been, uh, it's a really good, balance to behind the bastards i think especially it's it's um it's monday wednesday where behind the bastards is tuesday thursday and so it's like uh it's a nice roller coaster to the week of of you know 
cool people, bastards, cool people, bastards. Um, I, I'm enjoying it. It's a, uh, it's sure. really fun. So highly recommend. I'll have to check that out. Do some positive vibes. Uh, uh, Nick, bring us home. <clears throat> uh, back into Dresden files. Um, which if you know me, I'm, I'm slow plotting through that stuff. So just finished book six on audiobook, obviously. Um, so I kind of, I kind of use that as like my, uh, uh, mental, that's what I'm looking for here. Like styrofoam ball pit. Mm, you know? Sure. Yes. yes. I, I, I come off of something like Stephen King's it, and then I just need to flop around in something that doesn't ask much of me. Mm-hmm. So I tend to bounce back into Dresden Files and then realize that every Dresden Files book is basically the same book. Um, yes. Which isn't all bad necessarily, but it, it's kind of, like I said, it's. Yeah, it's. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's Law and Order SWU. Sure. It's yes. A special, special Wizards unit. Exactly. And it's. And the jokes come canned, and it's all good. So, uh, but I, I developed an affinity for the characters, so it's a safe place to be. Um, that's really it. My my TV hours were um, turning through, getting trying to get through Stranger Things for this episode, and doing a little Dresden Files, and starting to get ready for football season. So, if you liked any of that, God love you. And, you know, hopefully come back around next week for Ryan being here. Some full-on exposition of Episode 7 of Stranger Things. We're going to talk the first few episodes of Obi-Wan, most likely. Uh, Plus, Rob's going to go see Top Gun Maverick so we can do whatever people do when they're discussing that. Mm, Talk about how Scientologists suck. Boy, I got stuff. Airplanes are awesome, though, so that's the, that's the moral quandary. Mm-hmm. Boy, I zoned out for a second and came back to Scientologists and airplane quandaries. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's, somebody Ooh. had a show title on this pig. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like what you heard, though, seriously, we'd, we would love your support uh, in any way that you can give it. Through reviews are always nice. Uh, monetary donations, just, I don't know, a handwritten letter that says, hey, I listen to your show. I don't know. Uh, Joe's going to tell you all the places, though, that you can support and follow us. Yeah, so you can uh, you can give us a review wherever podcasts are found, but especially especially on iTunes, give us five stars, and we don't care what you say. Um, you know, uh, take responsibility for uh, the assassination of J- JFK if you want. I don't I don't mm-hmm. care what you do in the uh, the five star right. review. Just give us five stars. Uh, tell if us you want to. Oh yeah. In the in the you know, much in the vein of ninjas versus pirates, if you are fall on Scientologists or fighter plants. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, good answer. Good answer. That's much better than uh than than taking a bullet for Bernie Sanders. Um, always. Yep. Um if you want to give us money, you can do so over at patreon.com slash geekcast live. And if you want us to send you a t shirt you can uh, go to gcl.threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. gcl.threadless.com. 
Or you can uh, visit us at a website that I think Rob built. Mm -hmm. Violetpress.com. Violetpress.com. So find us or, on all the or socials. Or Twitter at us. Mm -hmm. God, I found out recently that people who use Twitter are called tweeters, according to Twitter. I and, have uh, always said that. Well, you've always been right. My I ears have always bled. Tweeter is a character in it's the worst. That's terrible. On that harrowing note, I'll see you all in hell. Bye, grandparents. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er do wells, and supporters who make this ill fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds, I don't know if that's their official website, that might be porn, Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower, <laughs> That's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that, Charleston? Uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from Thereaways. Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person. But the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.